Broadcasting from the Space Coast of Florida, this is the Savage Unfiltered with Michael Gardner, a Anchor FM podcast. This program contains subject matter and language that may be disturbing to some viewers. Your discretion is advised. Savage Alrighty, guys. Uh, welcome to today's show. Welcome, guys. Uh, back to my normal self. Guys, I was tired as shit yesterday. I still did a show. Uh, I was a little annoyed, but, you know, um, I'm not going to bitch and moan. I was supposed to have a guest on the show. Uh, he kind of canceled on me twice. Uh, the first time we were supposed to have him, like, towards the end of August, and then something happened where, you know, he had strep throat or I don't know. I it's like bits and pieces of the email that he sent, you know, myself and Mackenzie. And then we were supposed to have him on again, you know, to reschedule it for yesterday. And apparently he was having some thunderstorm issues. So it went from strep throat to thunderstorms. So I, I don't know what, whatever his deal is. It's, it's okay. I mean, you know, <laughs> not going to bitch and moan. I'm going to, I still carried the show. I had to change the entire forum and, and the panel yesterday, but it's, it is what it is. You know, sometimes you get those cancellations and really, you really can't do anything about it. Everybody has lives, you know, they, uh, nobody. And I will say this, nobody revolves uh, around me or I don't revolve around anybody. I, everybody has their own lives. I kind of said that right. But guys, welcome to the show, guys. We got a, we got an announcement here. We're going to uh, say here on the show before we dig into the topics. Guys, I want to get into a major announcement. Um, I want to thank two huge platforms uh, for accepting the show. Uh, one, hat tip to Pandora Music App. Thank you very much. It's been a long time in the making. been trying to get on that platform for like almost a year now. So thank you very much, Pandora. And I also want to thank a huge thank you to iHeartRadio. That's right, guys. We are now available on iHeartRadio. What does that mean? On these two platforms, you can hear the very first episode going to the last current episode, which was aired yesterday. Okay. So, wow. Huge news. Uh, let's dig into it, guys. Uh, on the panel today is my good friend and the good friend of the show here, Joseph M. Leonard. He is the author of his very best-selling book, Terror Strikes, Coming to a City Near You. Joseph, how's it going, buddy? Going pretty good. Yeah, I'm glad you're with iHeartRadio. I use that app. I like that app. They're very good. Yeah, yeah. We're getting uh, tremendous uh, feedback as well, too. Um, I think the number one uh, episode so so far is Deflection. God, almost like eight, nine episodes now. So you're going to want to check that out, getting tremendous feedback on that, Joseph. Tremendous. Yeah, absolutely. And that, you know, that ties in with the chaos episode today. Definitely. If you've not listened to episode 313, Deflection, you want to listen to that. You want to listen to episode 317, Extremism, and 322, We the People Have Had a Bleeping Enough. I hear you, Joseph. I hear you. I mean, they, they've had, they've had enough. They, they really had enough. And, you know, I, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand, you know, why 
people are still going on with this nonsense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, how how there can still be uh, so many people out there that are willing to consider themselves fascocrats with all that is going on and as extreme as that party has gone where you know there are no moderate democrats left uh, they've all buried their head up their hind side and whatever the aocs of the world want to babble they're more than happy to go along with and it's sad you know jfk must be rolling in his grave these days Oh, yeah. You, you, I mean, you're not saying anything new. I mean, did you see the uh, the latest shit that's coming out of um, uh, New York? New York uh, Attorney General Lydia James. I think that's how you say her first name. Lydia or Lydia James. Uh, yeah, she filed a suit. Yeah. Isn't it Letitia James? Letitia, is that how you say it? L-E-T-I-T-I-A. I, I thought there was an S in it. Yeah, I, I, that's how I hear it pronounced uh, when they talk about her on Newsmax. Anyway, Letitia James. So, yeah, I yeah, yeah I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but yeah, the latest witch hunt. She can't trump up enough criminal charges because there's nothing there, no evidence to be able to file criminal charges against Trump. So now she's filing a civil suit against Donald Sr., Donald Jr., Eric, and Ivana, Ivanka Trump for supposed business practices and padding values, which is quite a joke. Who on the planet, when they're buying a house, doesn't try to lowball the property value? Who in their life goes to sell a house and doesn't try to highball the value. And when it comes tax time, you lowball it so you pay in less taxes. So, I mean, everybody on the planet has ever done that. If she owns property, if she bought or sold a property ever, I want her investigated for the same baloney she's trying to trump up against the Trumps. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is uh, this is a usual an unusual, excuse me, uh, angle that she's taken, Joseph. Now, you know, Miss James, she also cited that the Trump's family Mar-a-Lago property uh, down here in Florida. Now, the suit which which she has that part of her lawsuit, right? The lawsuit alleges that the Trump's valued as high as $739 million. I, I didn't know that property was worth that much, but hey, that's, it's, a, it's, it's a big set of property. I mean, I've, I've driven past it many times. Um, I'm only about like roughly about two and a half hours north of Mar-a-Lago. And I can tell you right now, uh, you know, it, it's becoming, this whole shit right now is becoming the biggest witch hunt, literally in modern history, Joseph. Uh, you know, she's yeah, she's also going after, um, uh, like you said, she's she's going after the Trumps. She's going after Ivanka. Uh, she's going after Eric. I mean, the, everybody that's a Trump, pretty much, uh, she's basically pressing it. Also yeah. stating, hold on, Joseph, also stating that the attorney general's office 
has pursued cases previously alleging fraudulent property valuations. But like they're pretty much saying that this goes back to like 2016 with the criminal case that the office charged New York City landlord Stephen Croman. Did you did you hear that one? No, I hadn't heard that one. Well, supposedly Stephen Croman uh, submitted false mortgage documents to banks, including by listing market rate rents <laughs> for uh, for these rent stabilized units. I guess they were like apartments or condos or something. Yeah. It doesn't really specify, you know, because I read the article like uh, a couple days ago and, you know, little by little it's coming out. So I don't know. Well, One which this should be tossed. I mean, the judge, number one, she doesn't have standing. How is she harmed? Did she attempt to buy the property and couldn't secure loans because he overvalued? That would be the only way she could potentially be a litigant in such a suit. The only people who have standing would be like Deutsche Bank or somebody oh, yeah. who... Oh, well. Tell me about it. Yeah, I don't mean to cut you in, but I want to bring in um, uh, uh, my good friend here. Um, Welcome to the show. Uh, How how are you doing, Nicole? One day at a time, my friend, one day at a time. I've got Uh, about 10 minutes before I got to get going because I got to get to to work. I'm one thing to the next, you know? Yeah, I hear you. Um, What we're talking about is we're talking about this uh, ridiculous angle uh, with this uh, New York suit against Trump. Uh, Leticia, Lilidia, however you say her first name, you know, the uh, New York attorney general uh, that she's filing the suit. Uh, what's your insight on that, Nicole? Wait, wait, just give me a little background because uh, my my mind is in school right now and, and, and uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Uh, this is the, uh, the New York attorney um, that's pretty much... Matchmaker.fm is the platform to connect guests with podcasters. Podcasters find your dream guests instantly based on their area of expertise. Filter by location, search based on keywords, and you can even get to know your guests by watching their video pitch. Found someone interesting? No problem. Contact guests instantly via chat and schedule a time to record. No more backwards and forwards via email. It's everything you need to manage your show and tell amazing stories. Guests easily connect with thousands of podcasters who are looking to interview storytellers and experts just like you right now. Easily find podcasts based on their category, location and more and pitch them directly within Matchmaker. Book more appearances more quickly and share your wisdom with millions of listeners all over the world. The best part? It's completely free to get started. Just sign up, choose whether you want to create a profile for your podcast or as a guest, or you can do both. Fill out a few details about yourself and you'll be ready to start making those connections within minutes. the New York attorney um, that's pretty much uh, stating that um, all the properties that Donald Trump had when he was living in New York City uh, prior to his presidency, he committed a lot of uh, false type of um, uh, accusations against possible tenants. And I mean, they're going after Trump. They're going after the family. They're going after Eric. Uh, this woman is pretty much saying that, you know, uh, all his stuff, all his value, all his property uh, is pretty much, uh, you know, it's all suspicious. Overinflated, supposedly. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 
So, well, Newsmax did a good job the other day. Uh, yeah, you know, some reasonable investigative reporting that most media won't do, and the main thing was the Fifth Avenue property, and they evaluated uh, what other properties actually sold for. And they sold for, in general, around the price of the, eva the valuation he was claiming or more. And those properties were pretty well deemed to not quite be, you know, uh, the stature. Savaged, unfiltered. Of his. So, yeah. I, I mean, they just need to present actual sale values to the judge and say, and, and number one, again, she has no standing. A bank may have standing, but she's not aggrieved as a party in any of this. Well, what about all the legal stuff that, you know, Governor Murphy has done over the years in New Jersey? I mean, I don't reside in Jersey, but I mean, if you want to talk about suspicious activity, you know, I don't know if Nicole can relate to this, but I mean, there's a lot of suspicious activity going on just in the state of New Jersey with Governor Murphy. I mean, he's got a lot of suspicious deals going on, a lot of property that should be looked into. So let's look into that, right? Yeah, and uh, I'm sure Nicole can uh, speak to this. This is only semi-related, but I mean, all all the Biden family corruption. And what what about the stock trade garbage that we just went through with the Pelosi's, the insider trading? So I mean, there's plenty of actual criminal statutes to go at some of these Democrats with. And I'm not a hyperpartisan hack. There are some rhinos. Obviously, that engaged in illegal activity too. Root them all out, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But none of this one set of standards for the left and another set of standards for everybody else. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I just want to make sure, Nicole, are you still with us? Hello. I, I'm not really sure if she can hear us or not. I'm um, still here. I'm still here. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, what, what I I just I feel like I mean just getting the Reader's Digest version. I, um, as Mike will tell you, I'm I'm a I'm a registered you know Republican. I'm I'm also on paper I'm a single mom. So like on paper, a single mom wouldn't necessarily fall into the category of you know being all about capitalism and being all about building your wealth. You know, it, it's it feels like she's hiding something. So she's going to turn around and blame it on Trump because you know how many Trump haters we have. You know. It's there. She's covering something up by finding something to niche at and finding something to quote unquote investigate or, you know, have some her hand did something so that way her other hand's not, you know, red. You know, yeah, the usual fascocrats, as I call them, projection and deflection, like we opened at the beginning of the show, episode 313. People need to listen to the deflection episode that you're exactly alluding to that they have to take the uh, take people's eyes off the ball of what they're guilty of by projecting guilt onto others and uh it's it's the same old thing over and over and she campaigned literally 
the tape is out there. You could probably find it even on YouTube if they haven't scrubbed it. Where she said, I am going to indict Trump on something. Doesn't matter well, what. She will well, create a crime to do it. Well, yeah, exactly well, that. She she had to look for something. And now she's using this as her quote unquote something. Now, see here, I wonder if the tables were turned and, and her family built all this wealth and 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 she built something from nothing and, you know, has whether regardless how it started. But what if the tables were turned? Would she appreciate what's going what she's doing to somebody else? You know, just because you don't like the guy on a personal level doesn't mean you need to, you know, try to find something, you know. Well, I was about to say, I mean, Nicole, have ha, have you read that article? This was on the Wall Street Journal uh, just earlier today. Uh, and I read this article and everything in this article, it, it just shows nothing but hogwash. Literally, no. it sounds like this woman has like a personal vendetta against the former president. You no, know, I was uh, like- I was reading about Big Pharma and how, you know. That that I was in school all day, so I was, re, you know, discussing big pharma and how they control everything. And ironically, it just goes hand in hand with with all of this. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah if that, you I got mean, money, you got control. And, you know, reality is, if you look at these people with all this money and all this, quote unquote, control, they're miserable sons of bitches who have to nitpick on somebody else to, you know, get a cheap thrill, you know, and it's yeah. not a cheap thrill at the expense of the person getting. Fucked yeah, with. you you alluded at something something there nicole money doesn't buy happiness some of the a lot of these people with money are miserable because they lack a soul <laughs> well and that's exactly that you know people like all right so um one of the things that we did in you know i'm, I'm in school full-time I'm, i work full-time i'm raising two kids and one of the things that we had to take away from our lesson on and mind you i'm in the process of getting a medical license so it's a vocational medical license, but a medical license in this all in all. So it doesn't matter. We had to stop doing what we were doing in the middle of the freaking day to, to discuss, you know, um, constitution day. All right, that's fine and great and all, but at least do it on the day that you're supposed to discuss it, which was the 17th of September, not the 20th of September. Let's not waste. I'm paying a lot of money to go to this school. Let me waste all this money to go to the school to talk about something that, you know, half the people in my class didn't even know what the constitution was. Like, that's an insult. Like, how do you? Well, that's why we instituted Patriot Week here in Michigan. And that's why the Constitution Day is a federal holiday, because otherwise some people don't hear anything about the Constitution, except for when the fascocrats are twisting and mangling it into something that it isn't. You know, a good friend of mine didn't even know what the fourth amendment was didn't know what article two was and here i'm spitting out these facts like nobody's business and i got pissed off the other day in class and i got up and i'm like you want to teach us this i said you aren't even qualified i said i have a minor in history i said and i recited the preamble in front of the entire class and they looked at me like i was crazy and i'm like this is what our constitution is (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i this is one of the reasons guys this is one of the reasons Joseph, uh, I used to be, you know, a resident of New Jersey as well. I mean, I lived in New Jersey. I lived in New York. And I can tell you, I am so glad I am away from Liberalville. I I really am. I I mean, it's 
this is this is the shit why people are moving out of New York, out of New Jersey. They're moving to Florida because they see freedom. They see opportunity here. They don't see the same shit that's been going on in those two liberal leftist states for the last 50 plus years. Yeah, and let's make a distinction. Ignorance is one thing. We are all ignorant of things until we bother to research and learn about them. But leftists are stupid and they choose to remain stupid and uninformed and uneducated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you ain't lying about that. So um, we're going to, uh, uh, Nicole, I, th- I think you only have, like, you said you only have, like, 10 Michael Gardner, uncut, raw, uncensored. Okay, yeah. Um, if, if you'd like, I mean, you could depart now. I mean, if, if, if you like, we, we don't want you to miss work or anything like that. But uh, Yeah, that's a necessity, I, you know, because I'm not one of those system-sucking, lousy liberals. <laughs> no, no, I... I, I know her very well, uh, Joseph. She's she's a uh, she's a hardworking woman. Uh, you know, hardworking woman raising two kids. It, it, it's hard, but you know. Y- and I'm in a guys- domestic violence situation. You know what pisses me off about our country? Okay, let's let's. Can I can mind you, Mike? Can I can I two seconds? Can I go on a on a, on a cold rant for two seconds? Because you know it all goes hand in hand. Um, what pisses me off? Okay, so now we have October coming up, right? And, and we have, um, you know, everyone in the month of October, we talk about breast cancer awareness. We talk about lupus awareness. We talk about childhood cancer awareness. Um, there's, there's a bunch of awareness things in the month of October. You know, it fucked up. And, and for me personally, it, it hurts my heart because October is also domestic violence awareness month, you know, bringing awareness to something that, uh, to a, a crime, you know, and, you know, look at what you don't really hear about domestic violence awareness month. You hear about breast cancer awareness. Everybody wear pink. You hear about lupus. Everyone wear purple. You hear about childhood cancer awareness. Everyone who wear yellow. You do not hear about domestic violence awareness month. You want to know why? Because big pharma controls all the money that goes into cancer awareness. You donate money to cancer awareness, any form of cancer, whether it be, you know, ovarian, breast, lymphatic, it doesn't matter. Whatever form of cancer you're donating money to, you're giving to that cause. You're giving your hard-earned money to a cure for that cause. Guess what? That's big pharma building money. Well, there's no big pharma in in domestic violence, but it's no. a, it's a crime that needs yeah. to be brought out. Domestic abuse shelters don't have lobbyists, Nicole. No, they don't. No. They don't right. have protection. No. They don't have any of that, and well, it, it's it's infuriating. Yeah. Nicole, did you hear? I know you got to leave, but I want to get your insights right before you leave here. Did you hear uh, what the liberal leftists now, uh, corporate media? They're trying to erase the term woman to replace it with birthing people. Did you see that come out yet? Yeah, birthing people, my fucking ass. You cannot. <laughs> you cannot. I am a mother of two. And, you know, it's funny. When, when, when Mike, when you brought this to my attention last night, I'm like, what? I'm like, my birth. And it automatically in my head, like, I'm like, oh, my birth, my birthing, birthing, quote, unquote, birthing days were, you know, my two kids' birthdays. Okay, well, I gave birth on those days, so that's my right to celebrate those days. That's my, quote, unquote, birthing day. Okay, the day I was born on was May 22nd. The day I gave birth were two other days of the year. You know, so it. Hey guys, great news. We have officially been launched to the Pandora app. That's right, guys. Pandora Music has officially welcomed the Savage 
Unfiltered with Michael Gardner podcast. Guys, we are thrilled to be part of the Pandora family. Uh, first and foremost, guys, I want to thank everyone, all the fans out there, all the listeners uh, that have been tuning into the Savage Unfiltered podcast uh, with Michael Gardner since the very start, guys. Uh, it's a tremendous honor. It's uh, the gratitude. I-, I can't say more than enough, guys. So thank you very much to all my fans out there, all my listeners that have been tuning into the show since 2019 and for the new people that's been listening into the show thank you very much i mean folks it it, it means a lot thank you very much Um, you're going to want to look out guys for some amazing content to be launched by pandora check it out guys birthing a woman to birthing day so you mean somebody without ovaries is not no longer a woman you mean somebody that you know your, your your defamation of a woman who can't have children for some kind of biological or, you know, medical issue that caused them to prevent them from having children. So, so what the fuck do you call them? It? What the fuck do you call <laughs> you? De- you defend, you know what I mean? Like that, that's some fucked yeah. up shit. Yeah. I'm yeah. surprised Nicole hadn't heard of this before. I wrote about the birthing person manure, the latest political correctness all the way back on July 31st of 2021. And you can see my articles at tinyurl.com slash JLD articles. And Nicole, if you get a minute here or there, because I know how busy you are, uh, check out my Are You a Mother or a Birthing Person article at tinyurl.com slash JLD articles. A mother or birthing person. That is such a defamation of a character of a woman. It's sick. It really is. It's disgusting. And and while defamation of character by definition is somebody that loses money and and isn't what they are, well, guess what? I am what I am. I am a a woman and I'm a mother. So if you're going to sit there and tell me that I'm just a birthing person, you're defamanding my character because I'm raising my children. I'm a mother to them. I pick them up when they fall. I make sure that they've got food in their bellies. I make sure that I provide. I'm a mom. You know, yeah. regardless Amen. of whether Amen. My, te- There's a my teenager hates difference. me right now, but you know what? My teenager can hate me tomorrow. That <laughs> when she's 30, she'll be my best friend. You know, it, it's fine. It's just, you know, it, it, it's so That's fucked right. up. What about, you're not what about there to be, you're not there to be her friend right now. You are there to be her parent, her mother. Absolutely. Amen, well, Nicole. And then that's what we get with the pussy society. And excuse me for saying it like that. You got the pussy little participation bitch ass society where it's you you can't reprimand your child. You can't punish your child. Maybe this state attorney of New York never got her ass beat as a kid. Maybe she never got punished. So she's looking for something to be entitled with. Maybe mommy and daddy and her precious little trust fund put her through college and she never had to work for it like I did paying for my textbooks and singles. Maybe yeah, she oh. doesn't know what that's like. And I don't mean singles from being a stripper. I mean singles from being a bartender. But that's not the point. The point is she doesn't uh, understand. Yeah, no, none of these entitlement crowd, pro-participation trophy brats, like you said. Uh, Like, look at John uh, Uncle Festerman in Pennsylvania. He lived with his parents and collected a check, $50,000 allowance a year from his parents well into his 40s and he's campaigning on being a man of the people in Pennsylvania. Give yeah, me Joseph, what do you think? Yeah, Joseph, what do you think all that money came from, man? It came from lobbyists, special donors. I mean, they live off that shit, man. Yeah. 
No, I, I'm no fan of Dr. Oz. I think he's an Oprah butt boy still. You know, I he still says she's a close personal friend and a trusted advisor. Well, frankly, anything Oprah tells her, you should do the opposite, in, in my opinion. But I would vote for a pet rock over Festerman in Pennsylvania. Really? Even a John McCain or a Mitt Rhinomney or another idiot like Murkowski or Collins would be better than a communist Festerman who has never worked a day in his life, just like Joe Biden, never worked a day in his life. Hey, Joseph, what about, uh, what'd you call her yet uh, the other day when we did that music episode, Lady Gag Me? <laughs> yeah, Lady Gag Me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good stuff, I tell you. I mean, Nicole's on fire. I mean, she's uh, she's full of passion. Uh, Nicole, I got a question to ask you. What When is the rants coming back? I, with school right now, I just, I need to focus on, I need to focus on this, uh, this license and getting this license because this license is, is going to be able to put, put coal to diamonds and collectively coal on a, on a different level, uh, on a different level that I earned on a different level that I worked for, not on a different level where mommy and daddy fed, fed me with the fucking spoon. Because let me tell you something. My mom, she's a nurse. She's a hard working fucking nurse. My dad, when he was alive, he was a tractor trailer driver. He drove trucks for a fucking living. My parents are hard ass working individuals. While they might be assholes, they're hard ass working individuals. And if anything, yeah. you know, we were raised to work for what we have. And I might not have a lot, but let me tell you something. It's all mine. I owe nobody nothing. And that is the best feeling ever. I don't owe yeah. anybody anything. Yeah. This no. woman comes from a uh, blue collar family, Joseph, uh, you know, uh, you know, she, she gets it, man. You know, she, she might, you know, not have the greatest language in the world as, you know, coming out. Of- <laughs> but, but let me tell you something. My dad was a tractor trailer and a sailor. So I got it from both ends. Oh, and another thing is, and psychologists, <laughs> psychologists will tell you this. Cursing is a sign of intelligence. Let me tell you something. I'm a fucking genius. Well, cursing, certainly cursing does reduce anxiety and stress. Uh, I mean, it is a great reliever. Of issues, so I, I I'd rather tell somebody to fuck off than punch him in the face. Come on now, would exactly. you rather tell somebody to fuck off than punch him in the face? Absolutely, Nicole, you're absolutely right there. Now I tend to try to keep it clean, even on Savage Gun Filter, because I'm on terrestrial radio a lot, and you got the FCC crap. So I I want to keep it clean always, even though I swear a lot in my own personal life. But on Joe, air, I try to keep it clean so I don't slip when I'm on terrestrial. Joseph, I may, I have to add, you know, I catch some of your, your, your work on terrestrial radio over there uh, in the D- Detroit area. And I have to say, buddy, you try your damnest, man, to try to keep composure on that show. You really do. I, I can see sometimes when you're like talking on that and like, you're right, you're right there. I mean, you're right about ready to like slip. That's yeah. why Nicole Jim. Hold on, Joseph. I go That's why... a little, I get a little more heated on your show because, again, I can. Yeah. But yeah, on terrestrial, was... you you've got to stay calm. I, I was about to say, you know, Nicole, he steps over me a lot, but I give him the floor a lot. That's why he loves coming to my show because he's like, Michael, I, I can be myself. I can be unfiltered. On terrestrial radio, we can't do You know, this. that's fucked up, though. Like, it's fucked up that we can't be ourselves. And it's fucked up, you know, like, that we can't, that we have to put on this quote-unquote front in society. Why? Be- putting on a front is fake. 
Why? Yeah. Why can't well, I tell somebody that pissed me off that they pissed me off? Why do I have to sugarcoat shit? You wonder why we're in a quote unquote pussy nation where the participation trophy shit, because everyone has to sugarcoat shit. What about these pronouns and all this bullshit? Do you know that this is a phase that these people are going through? Do you know it's in our, we had this conversation in my nutrition class the other day about how it's in our fucking foods and it's in the fucking shit we eat. It, you know, you know, like gut instinct. Well, guess what? Our gut instinct, we have that sensory, that motor sensory. Well, our brain talks to our stomach and our stomach talks to our brain. There's no coincidence why everybody nowadays has some form of anxiety or depression. What the fuck are they putting in our foods? What the fuck are they putting into our thoughts? What? Yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah. 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 Well, I will just say to in response to Nicole, I, I don't want our kids hearing that on am radio you know so i i agree to some degree with fcc having some guidelines and rules you know between the hours of 8 a.m and 8 p.m or whatever the hours you know regulations are so I, we don't want our kids talking like that well <laughs> joseph this is what separates you know podcasting you know whether it's spotify yeah. you know or you know iheart radio you know, that's what separates podcasting from terrestrial radio. But you it's know, crap because every kid has access to everything. Look at their little iPhones that are in their fucking hands. You mean to tell me that, you know, they don't have access to everything? They have access to everything. Shit, my son, who's nine years old, knows how to do more with his phone than I do with mine. And I'm 36. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Joseph, you know, I have to say one thing. I, I think it, if we have Nicole on here again, we have to give the rant <laughs> – uh, name to Nicole, not Jimmy. Uh, yeah. You know, you know Nicole the rant, not yeah. Jimmy the rant. Yeah. Well, I, again, yeah, the internet is the wild, wild west, Nicole. Exactly. So, I mean, there there needs to be uh, advisory warnings of that. But you're right. It, it your nine year old can indeed find Savage Unfiltered and listen to this. But I, I just have. I do still have a degree of morals, and I do want to protect children as best we can. See, I'd yeah. rather be the one educating my child than some schmuck off the street. I'd no. rather be the one telling my child, hey, this is good, or hey, this is bad, because it's me. I, When my child wants their first drink when they're 21 years old, I want my child to get shit-faced in front of me, because let's guess what? At the end of the day, I'm the one that birthed that person. Oh, excuse me, their birthing person. Do you don't need to say that. You know, I'm the one that the brought trap. that child into the world. You fell I want the them trap to experience there. that with me, because you know what? They're safer with me than they are anybody else. They're safer well, with I me absolutely than agree with you on there. And we that school issues are an education as a whole is a whole other topic. And uh, like uh, Michael's heard me say this before, you know, the public schools, why we have to have school choice. You've got to have control over your own tax dollar to decide where your kids go to learn reading, writing, and arithmetic, and I throw in their history, what we used to call Matt. the three R's. Now they teach radicalism, branch, and racism through CRT. Yep. It's all yep. bullshit in the schools now. Yeah. Yep, it is. Yeah. But you, you, I got to get going, guys. Joe, it was nice talking to you. Mike, I'll catch yeah. up with you later on in the day. All right, great Nicole, having thank you, you very much. I mean, thank you very much. Thank you. We'll talk to you. Yep. It was great having you swear at me, Nicole. Take care. God bless. <laughs> Got it. Bye. Got to keep your sense of humor. Gotta keep Absolutely. <laughs>
Yeah, she's great. She's great. You oh, know, she, she, she's a hoop, yeah. Mike. I like her. I got to meet her. Yeah, yeah. She, she's a great friend of mine. I've known her forever. Uh, guys, you just heard Nicole uh, from her show, which she should be uh, coming back on uh, when she gets her stuff all together. She's going through like transitions, as you heard on the show. But uh, guys, when she goes back on her show, you can catch her on Collectively Cole. Some of her political rants are literally on point. The woman is literally like the female version of our personality here on the show, Jimmy the Ramp, but like on another fucking level. I mean, literally everything she says, I mean, she can back up with it on point after point after point. Uh, Joseph, this is literally you want to know about like who the true Jersey girl is. This is it right here. I mean, you see it. right. <laughs> on you know, Going back to standards and practices. They couldn't put her on Jersey Shore. <laughs> oh, no, no. She would kill it with the ratings, man, literally. I mean, the, the <laughs> would be off the freaking chain. I mean, so some of the stuff that comes out of her mouth, I told her, I said, Nicole, you got to get back on the airwaves. Joseph, I was just talking to her, like, just the other day. And we talk a lot, you know, off the air, whether it's myself or, you know, Mackenzie and stuff. And we literally, I mean, we were like, Nicole, you got to get back with Collectively Cole. I mean, you had such a great audience. But, you know, she's going to school. She's trying to get her um, her uh, her medical certificate and everything else for, um, you know, she wants to do a lot of different things. So, you know, I understand. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Oh, before we get too much further, you know, usually I like to, we joke at the top of the show a lot. And yeah, I forgot, I, was, I wanted to tell this. Because you're calling the show chaos, so I wanted for us older folks will remember Maxwell Smart, the Get Smart Show. Chaos was the villain crew destroying America, while the fascocrats are the real chaos organization of the Maxwell Smart days, literally destroying America nowadays. Where is Maxwell Smart when we need him? Yeah, yeah. Where, where's you he at? You remember that show, Mike? It's smart. What where year he is this going? He had the shoe phone. <laughs> yeah, what year was that, Joseph? Oh, that was in the seventies. It may have even started in the sixties. So it's it's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, that's well before my time. I think I was like a little sperm uh, back then, Joseph. <laughs> They made a movie, I think, in the 80s, a, a spoof. So. But, uh, yeah, if you get a chance to catch an old Maxwell Smart Get Smart episode, uh, you could probably find it on YouTube. They, they, they were funny. They were hilarious. You know, it was a spoof on uh, the CIA kind of thing. It was a CIA spoof. Uh, Maxwell Smart was an idiot, and he was supposedly their top agent. So, it oh, was really? fun. It was a fun show, but it had serious, important undertone points like we're referring to today, which is why I wanted to mention it. I mean, it was a big joke then, but it's literal today. This is literally the chaos group, and they are destroying America. Yeah, they are destroying America. Hold that thought, Joseph. I have to get into something here. I was supposed to get into it about 10 minutes, but I, I literally let Nicole have the floor because, I mean, she was just spitting out, like, fact after fact after fact. Guys, um, I got uh, some uh, some really, really good announcements here on the show. Uh, wow, I'm still blown away by Nicole. Uh, she's great. Anyway, um, 
If you head over to the CHISPA of Florida, what is that, guys? It's a great organization. Um, it's the Florida uh, Conservation Voters, right? The um, the organization for conservatism in Florida, which is being attacked every single day. Head over there to that website, chispaflorida.org. Check them out today, guys. Um, they really, really need your help because – like I mentioned, guys, conservatism in Florida is getting attacked literally every single day, every single day. Also, too, guys, um, if you head over to Protect Voting Rights um, of Florida, there's an organization here in Florida which they want you to use the hashtag voting rights and let at move on know. Um, head over to their centers. They're all over, usually in like – voter registration offices and stuff like that. Pick up the sticker, display your sticker proudly to show the world that you support voting rights, the right voting rights. Voter integrity needs to be strong in this country. That's all I have to say, guys. Some important announcements I wanted to throw out there because I was at the Republican registration office uh, just earlier today, and um, they're basically going to be endorsing my show. So thank you very much to the Central Florida Republican Committees. Hat tip. Thank you very much. I have to do a, a, a clap. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Back here to the show. So it's a, I want to get into this uh, this new trending thing that I've seen uh, where Nicole kind of dug into it a little bit with the pronouns. If you know, you remember when she got into pronouns, this yeah. new. Yeah, this new thing now that they're they're trying to push where now every Tom. Yeah, every tomboy here um, is literally um, being tagged transgender. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah, I Crazy. just saw on Newsmax a couple hours ago, one, uh, a, a gay man, I, I don't know his name, I don't recall it, but he is one of the guys, as a gay man, who founded one of the first ever gay pride parades. And he was literally assaulted by some transgender nuts uh, earlier today. Uh, they attacked him. The, the the LGB community is now kind of at war with the TQ community because, and we mentioned this during a, I, I think maybe it was Bill Hatch is not quite after Mich midnight show. I was on yesterday. I mentioned it. There's a group called Gays Against Groomers. Now, I know some gays and lesbians, and they know my Christian stance on traditional marriage, and we get along just fine because they are about tolerance and acceptance, not gaytivism, which is the term I created, gay activism, gaytivism, you know, because this the T and the Q are gaytivists. They are radical, pedophile. File, uh, you know that they're behind the trans story hours. They're they're literally here in Michigan as part of one of our ballot initiatives, trying to eliminate the statutory rape laws, so a 20, 30, 40 year old man can have sex with a ten year old girl without consequence. That's that disgusting. Is, 
The gay and lesbian community are saying, like we told them all along, the slippery slope. We were going to go here eventually, and they refused to believe it. Well, here we are, uh, pushing pedophilia. That's what it's come down to. And gays and lesbians uh, across the nation are waking up and saying, whoa, I never signed on to that crap. And it's like Greenpeace, the founder of Greenpeace left that organization right. too because they well, have gone into communism not environmentalism well they we'll always get this, go right? too far yeah we'll get this man this this is what they're saying here you know uh, they're saying that the number of young americans who describe themselves as transgender you know over i mean this past decade which is uh, anybody that doesn't know what a decade is it's 10 years guys um they're increasing anywhere between 20 to 40, according to them. So every like, you know, out of 40, let's just say out of 40, out of 40, there's like usually about 20 of them that fit this group. And they don't want to say that every tomboy is normal. Now they want to say that if you're a tomboy, you must be transgender. That's not true. I Guys, I grew up with tomboys. They were just women that liked to hang around, you know, uh, you know, guys and that was what we used to call them, tomboys, because they were a girl that used to like hanging around with dudes. Yeah, it doesn't mean that they're gay or heavy into sports and things of that nature. Yeah, but this again, we've talked about it on other shows. The left twisting the language, as the saying goes, lies, damn lies, and statistics. They redefine the term to make it seem like there is more of them than there actually is. It's like with, we talked about this, I think on your show the other day, the unemployment rate, they changed the definition of who qualifies as unemployed in order to keep the unemployment rate artificially low. What really matters is the labor participation force, which is at a record low in this nation's history, which is at a record low below the record low that the Obama Biden administration set back then. But they distort yeah. the terminology to fit a false narrative. You know, Joseph, this this all goes back to what, you know, I want to go into next here with this, you know, they're, they're willing to change our culture, our society, you know, and it has a lot to do with this, this Trump derangement syndrome, literally. Yeah. And this is my next topic I want to get into, where they're now trying to say either protect democracy or bash Trump. Pick one. That's what they're going at. Well, first of all, folks, we don't have a democracy. Get this through your fucking thick skull, right? I'm going to bring out a little Nicole rant here. Um, <laughs> you know, get this out of your out of your thick skulls, folks. We do not live under a democracy. We love we live under a national Republican of Republic, right? Did I say that right? Mackenzie. Yes. Thank a, you. a limited, yeah. a constitutionally limited republic. Right. Now we, we have a House of Elect House of Representatives that is directly democratically elected. That doesn't make us a democracy. That's why the US Senate until the 17th Amendment destroyed the check and balance that our founders put on it, were appointed by the state legislatures to represent the states under the 10th Amendment because the states created the federal government, not the other way around. 
and I wrote on the Liberty Beacon a couple weeks ago an article about originalist federalists. Uh, they wouldn't recognize this country nowadays. We have fascist federalists now. They want a complete fascist, federalist, top-down, dictatorial government out of Washington, D.C. now. And oh, I'm, yeah, this, this country never envisioned that. Yeah, this country is altogether d different, Joseph. I mean, it, if my grandparents were still alive, they wouldn't even recognize this country. I, they would be like, this is America. This is exactly what, what, what people voted for. This is what people are supporting. This type of garbage, this type of rhetoric, this type of nonsense. This is something that you would see in a banana republic. Literally, that's what we're seeing, folks. We are becoming yeah. a banana republic. Yeah, we absolutely are a banana republic. And, and just like every, you know, socialism always turns to communism, which always eventually turns to fascism of some sort. Now, the uh, Russia and China still call themselves communists, but they are fascist. Uh, really, you have a one person in charge of the government. That is a fascist state. And, you know, yeah. granted, the party is still under there, but look at Putin. Putin got elected and there was such a thing as term limits. So he was elected for two terms. Then he had his stooge Medvedev in there for two terms. And, that, and Putin was prime minister while Medvedev was president. And then when Medvedev was term limited out, Putin came back again. Putin's been in charge of that country for the last, uh, this entire millennia, since the turn of the millennia. That Joseph, is a fascist government. Yeah, Joseph, if I may add, what would you even classify uh, Russia to be? Like, what, what type of, are they a democracy? Are they a republic? Like, what, what do they label themselves now these well, days? They are also technically a constitutional republic, but their constitution oh, really? is a one-party state constitution that protects the party, not the people. So technically, and that's why I've said before in one of our previous episodes, Republican, it's right there in the word, people. It's right there. Republic. Well, we want well, to protect a limited constitutional republic, and the fascocrats want to turn us into a Soviet or Chinese or North Korean fascist republic. Yeah, yeah Joseph, I, I got I to gotta cut in every now and then, buddy. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're, we're, on, we're on Russia right now. Did you just see, right? I, I, the, the reason why I'm saying, you know, do you, what type of, you know, uh, system do they label themselves as because it's quite interesting that you say that they're considered a uh, a republic now these days i look at as a, almost as a communist nation uh because of the latest tactic that uh president putin is now doing uh he just announced a call-up that could sweep up to three hundred thousand citizens right civilians regular civilians into military service thousands of russians across the country received draft papers um just yesterday they're, they're, yeah. they're joseph they're being threatened to either join the military or either be prosecuted or 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 or, or murdered yeah 
Yeah, the reports out of Russia, and again, we, we've got to be careful because in a war, every side has their own propaganda. So if this is true or not, I don't know, but I could believe it because I think, uh, you know, with uh, Elon Musk's Starlink, they are actually getting information like they never could before. So they know what's going on. They're waking up to Putin and his atrocities. The report is that they are literally, uh, mothers are breaking the arms or legs of their Joseph this this was just this was just on the on the New York Times man the New York Times I you know I some of it's hogwash you know some of it could be true some of it can't you know it's obviously false but uh you know this is coming out right here on the New York Times it was literally right on the on the front page and it says that despite that the Kremlin's crackdown on dissent protests literally uh, this past Wednesday night erupted across the entire country of Russia, uh, mainly in Moscow, you know, in the capital, near the Kremlin, uh, where they've seen this happen before. This brought, uh, you know, this is nothing new, folks. You can go back to the 1940s. Everybody remember when they had their anti-draft protesters uh, on, on a, on a uh, uh, basically it was like a federal ho- uh, highway, excuse me, uh, near Moscow, near the capital. And and they and they went to war. Literally, this 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 led them to a war from 1941 to 1945. A lot of people don't remember. That. But yeah, and uh, the same thing is happening in Iran too because of Elon Musk's Starlink. They've got access to the World Wide Web. Un. Controlled and unfiltered, like in China, too. The Chinese Communist Party and Google even cooperates with them to suppress things. Well, they've got Starlink, and they can actually access the U.S.'s Internet and get to the facts and get to the truth. And in Iran, there is, like under Obama, there is another green revolution crept up, and they are protesting the Ayatollahs in the streets of Iran again, too, because there was a woman who was literally beaten to death just because she wasn't wearing the headscarf quite the right way. She was still wearing the headscarf, but which re- they are required to by law that some, you know, some fascist uh, Ayatollah type didn't like the way she was wearing it tried to arrest her, and they literally beat her to death over it. So Iran and and uh, hopefully Russia are indeed on the brink of civil war. But the problem is you have idiot Biden who won't back them in overthrowing their government, just like the Green Revolution happened under Obama in Iran, and he sided with the Ayatollahs, and Biden will do the same thing. Excited, yeah, I, I seen that. I, I seen that. Uh, you know, she. Uh, if I if I got my sources correct, she she was uh, she was a second grade teacher, uh, and uh, I mean, she was literally placed under under hostage type of th- territory. Correct. Yeah, and, and and literally beaten to death. I mean, yeah, I over, over something so silly as, as as that, but that's what happens under these totalitarian government and Biden 
and uh, the AOCs and the Rashida Talibs and the Elon Omars of the world want that for America. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of rumors coming out that, uh, you know, North Korea, you know, since we're on Russia here, guys, I, uh, you know, I, I'm going to get back to the United States. But, uh, we're, you know, this this is important stuff. This this needs to be aired here. This needs to be addressed that uh, North Korea, guys, uh, could be. And this these are only rumors. You know, they, rumors could be true. They could be false. You know, that's what a rumor is that North Korea could be could be supporting arms to Moscow. Now, a lot of people are pointing that, you know, is North Korea working with the country of Russia? Now, if that's true, if that is true, folks, Ukraine, all I have to say is that we need to pray. Because if North Korea and Russia are collaborating with one another and working together and supporting arms, right, Uh, firearms, military equipment, do you know what that's going to do to the country of Ukraine, Joseph? Yeah, that's why even the Pope, I you know, I'm no fan of the Pope. We've talked about him before I created the hashtag Ninkum Pope, because I think he's more a communist than a Catholic. But even the, the Pope was saying he, he fears uh, this is indeed now the start of the Third World War, because Iran is also supporting Russia. Russia is buying Iranian drones, which uh, their drone program was born out of, again, idiot Obama. They downed a U.S. drone, back-engineered it. Now they've got high-powered, uh, high, you know, high, uh, very sophisticated drone program in Iran. And we, the Ukrainians, have shot down Iranian drones that were, you know, being remotely piloted by the Russians. So, yeah, we may unfortunately be indeed on the brink of World War III, especially if Putin is serious that he may use nuclear weapons. Well, did you see what the uh, U.S. Secretary of State uh, Blinken said uh, just the other day? He is now begging, now begging President Biden to somewhat have a conference, maybe through Zoom or however they do it up there in Washington. To tell President Putin to stop the horror he started. They're begging. They're at this point of begging. Because like you said, Joseph, we are probably in the brinks, if not already. The problem is, if the reports are true, and and I believe sources that tell me, because again, you know, having written terror strikes coming soon to a city near you, I'm a former IT guy, so... You know, it's not always what you know, it's who you know. So like my character, Martin, in the book has a source that feeds him information. Well, I, too, have sources, you know, that I can't name, obviously. But if if the sources that tell me are are speaking the truth, that we've gotten information that Putin has indeed got a rare disorder and is dying, and he, he, he... on his deathbed, potentially within several years, you know, and that is probably eating the disease, also eating away at his brain. So we're not dealing with a stable person here. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, 
You know, I, the, the guy is a genius, Joseph. He's a former intel officer turned president. Yep. You know, um, yeah, those, not those, hold on, Joseph. Those type of people, you really need to be, you know, you need to caution yourself about because uh, these people, they mean business, folks. Yeah, he, he's a hardline Soviet. He is a hardline Soviet. The days of perestroika in Russia ended with Yeltsin and the coup that overthrew him, and Putin was behind the coup to overthrow Yeltsin. And it brings to my mind the Sting song. Let us hope that the Russians love their children too, because if they go nuclear, even though we don't have, they, Ukraine is not part of NATO. Sorry, folks. Bill Clinton signed an agreement with Ukraine that the United States is bound to to defend Ukraine. That's why we're yeah. involved now. You can talk to Bill Clinton. Ukraine gave up their nuclear weapons uh, for the promise that Bill Clinton offered the full faith and force of the United States to back Ukraine and defend Ukraine, whether they were part of NATO or not. And if yeah, a but nuclear Joseph, strike happens, we Joseph, will have to respond. Yeah, Joseph, you know, like I know Clinton had a lot of involvement with that. But I mean, do you think do you think that Joe Schmo, you know, in the office there, yeah, folks, it was a joke. Joe Biden. <laughs> You know, is is going to do a damn thing about it? I mean, the guy is fragile, man. He he, Christ! If there was ever a major conflict, do you actually think that this almost eighty-year-old man can carry out military command? No, he can't. But uh, I mean, there's certainly some in the chain of command that may, yeah, maybe it isn't even us, but the UK or Germany or France or somebody. Again, I wrote an article on this because again. This is Europe's problem, not America's. This is Europe's problem. They need to step up. They're the ones that need to do more. Uh, we're going broke. You know, we've been the world's piggy bank and policemen for far too long. Get off your ass, Germany, France, well, Britain. Of course we're going broke. We just gave them, Joseph, we just gave them $400 trillion. $400 trillion, folks. It's a lot of money. A T, not a billion. A T, four hundred trillion. Now people are like Mike. That's 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 absurd. Uh, I might be off by a couple hundred, but I, I know it was up there. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, the entire amount of money spent by the U.S. government over the last hundred years wouldn't amount to four hundred trillion. <laughs> I it was probably the billions. It was probably the but, billions. Yeah. I, I know we a lot of money. A lot but of money. Mike, Michael is only slightly exaggerating to make a point. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Hold that thought, Joseph. I got to get into this because, uh, you know, folks, we are on iHeartRadio. So I have to put these pitches in because, you know, they accepted our podcast here. So I have to throw these pitches in. Guys, uh, tomorrow, September 24th, uh, you're going to want to watch the Global Citizens Festival. That's going to be airing on YouTube, Twitter, iHeartRadio. Uh, it's going to be presented by City, Cisco, and their global partners, uh, Delta, Times Live, Verizon, and YouTube, guys. Global Citizen Festival, tomorrow on iHeartRadio. Guys, back on the show here. Joseph, I, you know, it, it, 
what's going on in the UK, like you said, it's it's their problem. It's their issue. They have to work on it. You know, it, it, if it leads to a World War III and the United States has to be involved, by all means, then then we should do something to protect our country. But stop putting our noses in other people's business. Let's start worrying about the real issues that are facing this country. Literally. I mean, right. do we have to yell it across the freaking uh, the so-called uh, park here in the United States up to Washington and tell Joe Biden, hey, Joe, uh, we have inflation problems. Hey, Joe, the border's still open. You're going to close the fence. You're going to uh, put another wall up there. I, I, I think we, we, we really should because we have fentanyl issues now. We have little boys and girls that are getting hooked on fentanyl. We have homeless people that are getting hooked on fentanyl. We have homeless vets sleeping on the uh, streets. Hey, Joe, let's stop worrying about uh, you know um, the person that has that Six seven hundred thousand dollar mansion in Martha's Vineyard because they have fifty migrants that are sleeping in the front of their yards and the front of their sidewalks. There, let's stop worrying about that. Let's start worrying about you know people that uh, that that are homeless here in the country. Let's start worrying about closing the border so we don't have fifty migrants that have to be sent up to Martha's Vineyard by DeSantis. Let's let's start doing that. Yeah, yeah, I think. Anybody have a raise of hands here in the classroom? Do you think we should tell Joe Biden how to do his job accurately? Right. I think. Yeah. Bueller, 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 right? Anybody? Anybody? Yeah. Uh, but to tie it back to the show, chaos. This is Cloward and Piven. That's what the left and unfortunately rhinos, uh, bad Republicans want. They want the United States to go bankrupt. If the United States, the last ditch, uh, uh, you know, freest and richest nation on the planet goes bankrupt. We can't help ourselves. We won't be able to help anybody else either. So I'm all for helping here and there when we can. But we have to be, like Trump said, America first. And America first does not mean America alone or America only. But you have, it's like when you're on the plane. Right, the oxygen mask comes out. What do they say? Fix your own mask first. You have to take care of yourself first, or you are not able to help someone else. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, uh, former President Trump just laid that laid that out very, very accurately. Anybody watched the uh, the rally just the other day when he was up in Ohio? Guys, we got a sound clip here. We're going to plug into the show. Trump literally calling out the shots of the failures of what we're seeing with this loppy loopy uh, Biden administration. Check this out, guys. 401ks are collapsing, murders, shootings, stabbings, rapes, carjackings are skyrocketing. Bloodthirsty criminals are laying waste to Democrat-run cities. The southern border has been completely erased. We no longer have a border. Think of it, two years ago, we had the strongest border in the history of our country. We no longer have a border. Our country is being invaded. It's an invasion by millions of illegal aliens from all over the planet. And left-wing sickos are pumping toxic anti-American propaganda into the minds of our beautiful youth. They're destroying Now, Joseph, uh, did, you, did you happen to watch that video clip, uh, you know, in your leisure? You know, uh, that they uh, they had a clip on Breitbart. I know um, Newsmax covered it. But did you if you didn't watch the clips, did you did you pay attention to any parts of that rally? 
I I tend to wait for uh, Newsmax or OAN or News Nation to show the highlights. I I don't. We've got a Trump rally coming up in Michigan pretty soon. He's coming into the state to support Tudor Dixon for governor, Matt DiPerno for AG, and Christina Cramo for Secretary of State, as well as a bunch of other, you know, uh, congressional and other candidates. Uh, so I, I prefer to watch a Trump speech like when he was president, where he's he doesn't go off script as much. I don't watch the rallies and I'm not going to attend the one in Michigan. Just, you know, I just don't want to be there with that many people. It's not like I wouldn't like to attend. It's just I'm not going to fight for parking and all that crap. So, but <laughs> I, I don't watch a Trump rally because he indeed he, he goes off the deep end and off the rails and off script too much to my liking. I love a Trump speech. I, I'm not fond of the rallies, although, hey, they serve a great purpose, and I'm glad he's coming to Michigan. Savage unfiltered. They have one. Well, I mean, just, just look at the uh, at the response he's getting from people. You know, I mean, that's kind of why he has to go to that avenue. I mean, people, they love him, Joseph. They back him. Yeah, his demeanor might be off a little bit, but, I mean, he gets the job done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, he well, does. I mean, uh, you, you look at Biden. Yeah, Biden's yeah, going to a high school gym, and Trump is overflowing stadiums. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, hold that thought, Joseph. Um, uh, trying to get a word in the show sometimes, guys, is impossible. I have to say, Joseph, I love you, back, man. It is. Anyway, uh, who, who the hell is running the show? Uh, sometimes Mackenzie's like, Mike, where, where the hell are you? Are you still there? Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, well, it's, it's, you get me all riled up. And then, <laughs> I'm telling you, I can go sit. I can go sit in my bedroom, and then Joseph will still be talking, guys. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, guys, uh, there's a uh, there's a poll coming. Up. <laughs> hey, you're riled up, man. I I, I got to give it to you. But listen to this poll here, guys. Um, if I can get this poll in, it'd be great. Oh, hold on, Joseph. Go have a uh, sandwich and a bottle of coke or something real quick but anyway <laughs> uh, there's uh there's new polls that are uh, that are sh that are showing favorability and unfavorability i have to get this in guys because i i have to show you uh you know just where our our country's going you know there's there's a political shift now here is favorability of views of donald trump in four ways 44 percent are showing favorable right Unfavorable, 53. Don't know or refused, 3%. Now, that poll was basically the impression of Donald Trump. Here's another one. If 2024 presidential were held today, who would you vote for, Joe Biden or Donald Trump? Now, 42% are going for Donald Trump. Of it is going for Joe Biden. That's very low. I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I'm glad you brought up polls because I uh, this weekend and the, the Liberty Beacon, I've got a piece about school reform needed now. But 
next weekend, the first weekend in October, I've got a piece that will be up at the Liberty Beacon about polls. Can you believe the polls? It's a reworking of something I did a few years ago. And the only polling outfit I trust at this point is Trafalgar. The other ones, uh, you, know, it, you know, and I go in depth in my article about weighting and sample sizes and, and all, you know, a lot of these are push polls to, to make a, uh, to change people or mold people's opinion and show something that isn't reality rather than reporting truly what people are thinking. And again, you know, there could be honest disagreements on the weighting of polls because each election cycle is different, but we have the momentum and they're way oversampling Democrats in these polls of late. So Trafalgar, unless it comes from Trafalgar, they are the only ones I trust of late. Yeah, yeah. I, I just had a show uh, not too long ago with, uh, with Soslin. Um, and, uh, we were talking about polls cause he was getting into the whole show and he was like, well, there's this poll coming out of, um, Wisconsin and a poll coming out of this and that. And I'm like, sus, where's that poll coming from? Yeah. Read on exactly. the bottom. Is it poll or is it a network poll? And he's like, it's a network poll. I was like, all right, well, where's the network coming from? CNN. I said, <laughs> false, man. It's a narrative poll. It's not a real poll. <laughs> exactly. It's a, it's a push poll. It's an attempt to shape opinion rather than report opinion. And the only other uh, polling place of, of value, and they really don't do the polls themselves, is real clear politics. You can go to real clear politics and see their averaging of polls. That gives you maybe a little bit of texture, but again, garbage in, garbage out, right? If the majority of the polls are all weighted to be purposefully helping the left, then even the average is going to be slanted and tainted to the left. But like I say in my upcoming article, frankly, I want Republicans to be behind by three, four, five points because a lot of people, if they're ahead, people will sit on their ass and not do anything. They won't open their wallet and donate to the campaigns. We need them down so people are motivated to give to the campaigns because the left, of course, is full of dark money from Soros and Bloomberg and Stiers and Zuckerberg and, and all of them. So they constantly have way more money than we do to spend and they control the media. So they control the narrative too. So it's harder for us to get our message out. People, if you've got a decent Republican candidate, you've got to help fund them. They need the oh, yeah, funds by, to compete. Yeah. yeah, by all means. Uh, Joseph, I got a special request coming in uh, from Nicole. Uh, she's just texting me personally, you know, as I'm talking to you on the air. Uh, she needs to have those links. She's like, send me the, I'm going I'm to say it word for word here. Uh, literally, the text came in like a couple minutes ago. Thank you, Mackenzie, for giving in that text. Um, basically saying that, hey, send me one of Joe's links. I will listen to it tomorrow when I go on for my run. So when she's, she's running around the park near her house, uh, she wants to, you know, check out some of the links in her leisure time. So when we yeah, get off I the air, send me those links, buddy. 
Yeah, I don't have much in the way of blogs. And what we're talking about today, I don't have a blog. So I've got links to articles. That's so she can't listen to. Well, unless she has an app reader the article while she's out. I suppose that's possible. She can multitask, as you can hear it on the show. She uh, she's a multi uh, speaker too. <laughs> but, and uh, that poll, that polls article won't be out until, like I said, the first weekend in October. So uh, that one's kind of one to look forward to. But I mean, we we pretty much discussed what's going to be in it. Everything we've talked about about the clear uh, a push poll. There's the other word I was term I was looking for, uh, not only, you know, uh, it's a, known as a push poll, where they're rigging a poll to shape opinion rather than report on actual sentiment of the nation as it stands now. And we have the enthusiasm yeah. gap, right? I, I, was about to say, I was about to say, Joseph, we got into push polls a few episodes back. I, I, I hope everybody knows the difference between a push poll and an analyst poll, you know, and it's, there's a big difference. Yeah. Big, big yeah, difference. There, there is absolutely. And that's why I wanted to, to write that article for the Liberty Beacon for the first weekend of October. And uh, because a lot of people still don't know these things, they, you know, they're, they're not political, uh, you know, uh, you know, not into the politics to the degree you and I are, Mike. You know, they've got lives, but that's part of the point of these shows is people. You, you may not like politics, and you may not think that you've got much influence over politics, but damn it, politics sure as hell are shaping your life whether you want it to or not. You've got to get well, off your ass and be involved. What little well, time you can, you've got to dedicate some time. Yeah, they, 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 um, I think politics comes across their mindsets. But I mean, for instance, I just the other day I was talking to somebody, uh, you know, about politics and he, and he got into a conversation with me and he was like, you know, uh, who do you think is going to run for 2024? Is it going to be DeSantis, Trump? I was like, if it comes down to that, if Trump's running, you know, he, I think he's automatically going to go probably to either DeSantis. I've heard some rumors with uh, South Dakota's uh, governor. I've heard some rumors about um, Greg Abbott. I, I, there's there's so many different uh, you know names that he can he can pick for the vi- uh, the vice president. But if it goes the other way around and DeSantis says, you know, I, I just want to I, I want to fucking run. You know, I, I serve Florida well, and and I want to run for president. Now, if DeSantis runs. I heard he could be possibly picking Trump or he might go somewhere else. Now, you know, as we got into this, what Joseph's talking about, they'll talk to it to a point and then they'll be like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. You know, I don't really don't get into politics. I, I don't like politics. Well, I know you might not like politics, but, you know, politics now have become a thing of our society, a thing of our culture. It, we need to think about politics more than ever now because of where our country's driving to. Right. Where it has, yeah. where, where it's going to. Right. If Absolutely. we don't elect the right politics, we're literally going to uh, assassinate our own country. We're going to create our own suicidal uh, uh, agenda. 
right? We're, we're going to bury our country. We, we need to think about politics. We need to elect the right leadership and this and that. And this is what I was trying to explain to him. And he was like, whoa, whoa, buddy, you're getting to a whole different angle. I'm like, well, that's the way you need to think about it. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely agree with you. And, you know, I, I sure I like DeSantis, but I'd like, I'd prefer to see Christy Nome be uh, Trump's VP. Then we can have eight years of the first Margaret Thatcher-like female president and Christy Nome for eight years. She could then pick DeSantis to be VP. Then after her eight years, he could be president for eight years. We, we need something like that. But going to Florida and Texas all the time, we've had far too many uh, the right thinking Florida and Texas is always our savior. And in electoral politics is what really matters. We don't need Florida and Texas. Those should be in our column automatically. So a Christie Nome can help with the battleground states and the flyover country and the, uh, you know, away from the, it's not the same old Florida and Texas, Florida and Texas. People are tired of Florida and Texas. No offense to you and your fellow Floridians, because I know you live there. But I think you understand what I mean. You know, all, uh, all, all the control that's come out of Florida and Texas, people want a change of pace. And that's one of the things people loved about Trump, you know, about being a different person and being not politician. And he wasn't yeah. the traditional you know, uh, chain migration, well, so to speak. Well, I the other day, Joseph, um, I seen on the road, uh, and it says, you know, please make United States Florida. <laughs> what do I mean by that? Because it, it, Florida, it's like another country. We don't have mass mandates. We don't have companies enforcing the vaccines. We don't have any of that garbage. We don't have any of this uh, this tyranny in this state. DeSantis is literally running this state, Joseph, like it was another country. I mean, literally, yeah. if, if Florida if Florida becomes its own country tomorrow, uh, you know, DeSantis would be the president or king of this of this country. Yeah, of- which is not to say though that there aren't some blue enclaves like Broward County and places like that in Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, same with Texas. You've got Dallas and Houston. Those are deep mm-hmm. blue enclaves in Texas. So you know, there's red and blue mixed everywhere. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I I agree with that sentiment. We certainly want to make the United States Florida. We don't want to make the United States California like idiot Gavin Newsom would make us. Oh God! Oh God! I heard. I, I uh, was it last night? Yeah, last night around like nine p.m. And uh, he's been going on Newsmax a lot because they've been killing his uh, his platform out there in San Francisco. And one of the ladies, one of the gals there. Uh, the anchor, I forgot her name. There's like two or three of them, like these two women that always interview Savage. And they were asking Savage, like, where do you think Newsom's going to go now in the political message? And he goes, oh, God help us. God help us. If, the, if this if this state hasn't become communist, it's it's already it already is communist. You know. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Yeah. But, uh, but Joseph, I'm, uh, I'm I'm pretty much out of words here. <laughs> I, I was just trying to find a way. I, I, I do love when you come on the show, but buddy, you got to let me come in every now and then. <laughs> I, <feel> like, <laughs> I love well, you, man. But you got to like, whoa, put a period and commas after your sentences, man. I'm just joking. 
<laughs> yeah, so I know. Well, look in the mirror, buddy, because you're the one that gets me all riled up and on these rants. <laughs> oh, I do? Oh, it, I, you know, because Mackenzie, like, said this off the air, and, you know, Mackenzie was like, how does Joseph get I don't know, man. I think I, you know, I was like, I think I think he just I think he just does that, you know. I didn't think it was me. So wow, yeah. I got a good info. Yes. <laughs> well, again, yeah. I mean, I don't normally get this way on the other shows. It is indeed pretty much you and your show. And like I say, especially because I have to be. It's kind of like uh, Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, Doctor Jekyll on terrestrial and. Uh, the my Mister Hyde comes out when I'm on with you. I was about to say that the Frankenstein comes out when you're on this show, right? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It's a your composer on that on that on that radio network. Yeah, well, the, the other hosts help too because uh, again, you get me riled up because you get a bit riled up too. Whereas on terrestrial, the other hosts. You know, they, it's it's pretty a monotone. Everybody's the same tone, and we kind of keep each other at a lower level. So, whereas with your show, Savage Unfiltered, the inner savage yep. and unfiltered comes out. <laughs> yeah, and Joseph is very savage and unfiltered on this show. So it's 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 great. You know, uh, at first, you know, Jimmy was like, you know. Uh, Jimmy Durant, which I'm trying to get him back on. Uh, his schedule is crazy. You know, he was supposed to be on this Tuesday. I mean, he had some kind of thing with his family, and I get it, you know. But uh, we're going to try to get him on this Sunday because this Sunday, folks, we're um, we're actually be, we're going to be doing a live iHeartRadio. That's right, guys. We're going to be on iHeartRadio live. So as you hear me talking, it's going to it's going to be completely live. Uh, so it's going to reach a hell of a lot. Uh, higher uh, audience reach. I mean, not that we don't. I mean, this show does extremely well on platforms, Spotify and, uh, you know, the two dominating platforms before we picked up Pandora and, uh, and iHeart was Spotify and um, Amazon Music. And we're still doing extremely well on Amazon, Spotify. But I hate to say, Joseph, that 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 fucking iHeartRadio, man, it's 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 literally now dominating over uh, Spotify. So that's some good stuff, man. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I generally don't bother with Spotify. I really don't. Occasionally, I do because I mean a lot of different shows are on it, and uh, and uh, but on my phone is the iHeartRadio app. Uh, that's the app I've got. I don't have Anchor on my phone. I wouldn't put Anchor on my phone, but I heartbreaking well, work. Yeah, of course not. But you know, we we had just the other day um, somebody uh, basically posted something on TikTok, which I know you don't have TikTok, and you know you you told me why you don't have TikTok. But hey, it's okay. It's not for everybody. But uh, somebody posted something on TikTok the other day, and they were like. We heard the deflection from the Radical Left episode with you and Joseph on iHeartRadio. And I was like, oh, wow, like responding back. Oh, wow. And then he responds to me like, we need more Savage Unfiltered on iHeartRadio. <laughs> so that comment, Joseph, I had an email come from uh, from iHeartRadio saying that we're, we're thinking about giving you, you know, a, a spot live on iHeartRadio. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> there's a, yeah, there's a certain there's a certain uh, link that you have to plug in, similar to like Anchor FM, how we broadcast it on here on Anchor FM. There's a certain link you can do it. Um, Mackenzie knows. She told me like how we, we how we have to do it, uh, similar to our old video. Uh, broadcasting days on uh, Restream, which, by the way, folks, we are going back to Restream after the new year. Um, wait till you see the fucking set. Wait till you see this set, Joseph. It's it's tremendous. Uh, yeah. You know, me, I, we, we've been building it up. I mean, I have a lot of talent with, you know, construction material and stuff like that. We've been building up this set, like, literally for, like, the last almost month now. We have well, different thing- panels that we've been doing. It's going gonna, it's gonna to look really, really nice. Yeah, the thing I like about Restream is indeed, you know, they, uh, us as guests can also link to, like, I do the YouTube channel and my Facebook page so that we can stream it also. That helps bring additional audience to the show with any, whoever you bring on also restreams it to people who follow them. That, helps open you up to a little more of an audience and then hopefully they become permanent uh you know uh consumers of savage unfiltered yeah but i mean we, we we've been doing good for the audio you know one of the reasons so yeah. well it's the damn deep state you know we're just talking about things that they don't want us to talk about <laughs> Well, I guess you know I don't know what it is. It's it's but um, like I said, we're gonna we're we're gonna close it out, man. Uh, it it was great. Uh, Nicole, she, she times, but she uh, she's she's damn good what she does. Um, yeah, gotta get her back on soon. But <laughs> anyway, was, guys, she was uh, a hoot. It was great hearing her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she 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 was great, but uh, that that announcement, I I don't know what the hell I like I said, uh, oof, it scared the hell out of me. But uh, anyway, uh, we're yeah, we're gonna close it out here. Uh, Joseph, thank you. I, I've obviously I'm out of words. Uh, to an hour and forty yeah. minutes. It's, it's show yeah, well, we never yeah. made, made but, uh, it. To, I, never made it to that other graphic you made about the uh, uh, Martha's Vineyard hypocrisy again, but. We'd already done a. You've already done a few other shows on that. We we talked about that during the uh, that in general in the deflection episode, and I know you yeah. and Sauce had a border issues episode three nineteen. So I'm sure you covered yeah. it thoroughly in there. Yeah, I don't want to cover that too much. I think we we we, we covered it enough. But uh, we're, yeah, Joseph, we're gonna close it out, man. Um, I want to make an announcement before we leave, guys. Uh, check us out this Monday. Um, this Monday, uh, we're going to have uh, – well, first, before we have him on, Joseph, you're available Monday, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, yeah, guys, I, I, I want to make sure because I don't want to say Joseph and then all of a sudden he's not on. But anyway, guys, check us out this Monday um, as we're re-inviting the Therapy Twins, Joan and Jane, this Monday afternoon, guys. A hoot. They're funny. They're full of humor. They're comical. They're known as the Therapy Twins. They've been in several movies. Uh, they just—they're full of comedy, guys. I highly suggest you check that out on any platform now, including iHeartRadio and Pandora. Everywhere, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in to Savage Unfiltered with myself, Michael Gardner, and the author of Terror Strikes. 
coming to a city near you, Joseph M. Leonard. Thanks very much, guys. We'll see you uh, Monday afternoon. All right. Love you, brother.